If you love your dogs and cats and want to find out why they behave the way they do, why they may be jumping or humping or digging or scratching or looking at the litter box saying, use it yourself. They don't come back when you call them. You take your dog for a walk. He sees another dog. He turns into Cujo. That's what we do here on The Pet Show. We help you resolve issues that you may be having, whatever they may be, in a positive, upbeat way. Very often, it's not the dog problem or the cat problem. It's a human problem. Just a reminder that everyone that calls into the show and gets to talk to me live on the air today will, in fact, get a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Many of the gifts I give away will help reduce the problem itself. Uh, some of the items are worth as much as $30, 40 even $50. So great time to give me a call. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Also, if you just want to answer the question of the day, I'll still send your dog or cat a great gift. The question is, what can humans learn from animals? What can people learn from animals? A great time to give me a call, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through, or any other pet and animal questions you may have. Plenty of time for your calls, and lots, as I said, lots of great stuff to give away on this show. Uh, still coming up, though, we're going to take a look at... Uh, uh, cats and compulsive behavior and we may take a look at something called onboarding anybody familiar with the term onboarding onboarding is what what happens let's say you take a new job you get to the new job and they teach you what's acceptable what's not acceptable what to do what not to do that's called onboarding getting adjusted we're going to talk about that when it comes to our pets coming up in a little bit i'd love to hear from some people that may have adopted or rescued their dogs and cats as well 877-725-8255 uh, let me start out with uh, with dixie in the great so we're gonna to go to dixie kim and then asmin dixie in the great state of michigan and hey, Dixie, welcome to the show. Thank you. How can I help you today? Well, I have a little eight-month-old Maltipoo, and she just, when I have company, like they're sitting on the couch or the chair, she just will not leave them alone. She's running up and jumping on the couch and getting up to the top of the couch and chewing on their hair and licking them and... Jumping in their lap. So Dixie, so Dixie, what's the problem? <laughs> <I'm right. laughs> it's a multi It's a multi We're not dealing with Cujo here. Let me let me go over a couple of things, and this is really important. I am a big fan of all dogs, but I love little dogs. Until recently, I never had little dogs. All my dogs were big, but right now I have two chai pins that I rescued. That's a chai pin, if you don't know what they are. It's kind of a combination of a chihuahua and a min pin. And having little dogs, it's a whole different ballgame. But here's something I hear about all the time for the last 40 some odd years on the radio. My little dog's jumping along. My little dog's doing this. People don't take the time. They think because their dog is little that he doesn't need the same education as a big dog. Nothing could be further from the truth. Because what happens now when you're a little multi What's your dog's name? Chiz. What was it, Chiz? She's an apricot multi and her name is Peaches. Or Peaches. Peach okay, so let's say Peaches jumps on someone and she's she's annoying them and you're saying, stop it, knock it off. What are you doing, Peaches? You're driving me crazy. You're paying a lot of attention to Peaches. Why should she stop? 
You need to train, educate peaches the same way. Sit, stay, come. Not that I care whether she does it all the time, but you have no way to communicate with her right now. When she's doing it, all she hears is no, 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 no. You probably say no one shall come thinking that's a name. What we need to do is focus on taking the time to educate her. Teach her what stay means. Teach her what down means. Teach her what come means. It's not fair to her. You can't expect your dog to read if you don't teach him the alphabet. And the alphabet for dogs is basic training. So that's where this really comes into play. Right now, as I said, she's hearing, no, 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 stop it, you're making me nuts, whatever. That's not fair to Peaches. Peaches would love to be educated because if she were, she would be spending more time with people lying on their lap, getting a belly rub, a back scratch, whatever, rather than being annoying to people. So training is the way to go. Very positive, make it a lot of fun, make it enjoyable. Actually, I posted a video this week on my uh, on my uh, Facebook page, which you should be, facebook.com slash Warren Pet Talk, where I was talking about the concept that I went to a shelter in Arizona and what I did is I took one of their rescue dogs the dog's name was Donna and I started working with teaching Donna how to come not with real heavy-duty training by making it a play training period and it works wonders so that's what you need to do Dixie you need to really even though she's only eight months old even though she's a multi-poo even though her name is Peaches which is adorable by the way <laughs> she needs an education so what I'm gonna do Dixie is I'm gonna put you on hold I'm sending you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want I want you to follow through on that really focus on educating her so when she's being annoying I want you to focus on teaching her the basics but here's the important thing don't wait till she's being annoying when it's nice and quiet in the household after the 11 o'clock news I want you to practice with them where there's no distractions and little by little as you add in distractions you'll get the control that you need that's what it's all about but again a lot of people just assume they have a little dog a schnoodle or this or that the other thing there's no need to train them of course there's a need to train them everyone needs an education even little dogs hey the phone number here at the pet show 877-725-8255 let's shoot over to Vermont and Kim hey Kim welcome to the show Hello, Warren. How are you doing today? Okie dokie. Rain, What's up? rain, rain. <laughs> well, it's not raining here. It's about 85 degrees in Southern California. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, but I'd rather be in Vermont. <laughs> There's a lot of other things going on in Southern California. Anyway, what can I do to help you out? Well, about a year ago, I was robbed. And uh, it was my last ex-boyfriend from 10 years ago and he has a key and i didn't realize that he'd been coming in here for six months he and the neighbor who's there in cahoots anyway my cat they did something to my cat my cat you know i i figured it out i put all the cameras out and i haven't had any problems since last april but the cat has been licking and licking and licking before i figured out somebody had broken in here I brought him to the vet, and the vet gave, you know, prescribed this shampoo, anti-itch shampoo, yeah, three, yeah. three times a week, 10 minutes every time, and she also prescribed this... Uh, uh, right, but I, want, I want to make sure I don't run out of time. So let me go over a couple of things. When you have a cat that is licking itself or chewing on itself constantly, there's a couple of reasons. Obviously, it could be fleas. Now, you might not see fleas. Cats are amazing, amazing, excellent groomers. So very often, they might have fleas and you'll never see them because they're grooming themselves constantly. So that's part of it. It could be allergies. could be dry skin. could be pain. If there's pain, they will do that. could be boredom, anxiety, or compulsive disorder. Now, the fact that you said these people kind of broke into your house, house that might have stressed the cat out so that could be part of it as well so one of the things that i'm going to recommend is, is she's not doing it anymore correct 
No, he is. He, it's, do I leave him a... I can't put a, one of those lampshade collars on him because he's a cat and they jump and... Okay, and but let's... I, why Why is he doing it? Is, it? is it parasites? Is it allergies? Is it dry skin? We need to find out what's causing. Is he bored? Are you keeping him active with a lot of things going on in the house? Paper bags, cardboard boxes, organic plants. We need to figure out what's causing it. Is it a behavior issue or is it in fact a physical issue? It could be dry skin as well I may be spending a lot of time you know with the heat on in the house if that be the case it could be dry skin allergies but the fact that it all started after the break-in it sounds to me like it could be stress so what I would do is try to de-stress as much as you can by keeping him as mentally stimulated as you possibly can as well but let me do this in the meantime let me move on Kim I'm gonna put you on hold I'm gonna send you some of my own hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats for your cat um, and what I want to do at that point is work on that for a few weeks. Give me a call back in a couple of weeks and let me know how you do. It's going to take a couple of weeks to get there, but I think that's probably will help it alleviate stress, but it also has a lesser thin. It also has a, 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 a biotin, which will help with a dry skin or a dry coat anyway. So give it a shot for a couple of weeks. Give me a call back. I appreciate that phone call. The phone number 877-725-8255. A quick break. When we come back, Asmin, Eleanor, Charlie. 877-725-8255. Now, you hear me talk about Lucy Pet Food for years now. Why? It's the food I feed my own pets, and it's the only food I endorse and recommend. Quite honestly, it has that incredible probiotic balanced fiber. It's manufactured right near where I live, so I know where it's done. I know the people involved. You can't say that about the food you feed. Joey Herrick, a good friend, the entire staff at Lucy Pet Food, incredible. The, the compassion they have for your dogs and cats is the same for their own dogs and cats. As a matter of fact, that's why Lucy Pet was started, because he needed a good food for his own uh, his own dog. So, uh, Lucy Pet Formula for Life Pet Food, the food I feed my own pets. Here's a listener. This is what they said. I have been feeding Lucy pet food. Yeah. And I ran out. And I fed Brand X. I put it in the bowl. Dog comes over, takes one sniff, couple sniffs, looks at me like I'm Benedict Arnold. Well, there you go. <laughs> see, and that's why she, see, that's why she's barking. You ran out of Lucy pet food. That's why there she's barking. There you go. There you go. <laughs> And listen, if you want to make sure that your dogs are getting the best food and your cats are getting the best food, then feed them what I feed mine, Lucy Pet Formulas Fly Pet Food. Check out Lucy Pet Food at their website, LucyPetProducts.com, LucyPetProducts.com. When you go there, spend just $35 on dog or cat, wet or dry food. You can check out Kitty Lickies. You can check out their uh, their dog food rolls. Spend just $35 at LucyPetProducts.com. And you know what? They'll ship it to your door absolutely free. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'll be letting them out. Don't forget to let them back in. We are back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. The phone number 877-725-8255. This is it, folks. The, uh, the only real pet training, behavior, psychology, care, and been around for 43 years, 44 next month. If you have a question or comment about your dog, just want to share a great story, great time to call me, 877-725-8255. By the way... I'm telling you again about my social media, and here's why. Very often I get to answer calls here, but I don't have the time to go into the depth. So you should follow me either on my YouTube channel or my Instagram. Here's my YouTube. It's free. Subscribe. I'm telling you, there's lots of great info there. It's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. Check it out. Subscribe. Lots of great videos there. 
Some of them may answer your questions. Some are short, just a minute or so with tips, and some are a little bit longer. So check out youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Right, let's go to my friend Asmin calling from California. Hey, Asmin, welcome to the show. Hi, Warren. It's Jasmine. How are you? Oh, Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine, where are, you call- so where, where are you calling from in California? L.A. Shadow oh, beautiful. Beautiful L.A. So I, I'm, reading, I'm reading what you wrote, and it says, dog recently passed away, and you're looking for another dog, so her, her dog that survived won't be lonely. Tell me a little bit about uh, the relationship between the two dogs before one passed away. We, for the third time, we have a broken heart. That was the three musketeers that we had it for long years, but two weeks ago, we lost the sweetest, most beautiful, and well-behaved. So that was when, in COVID time, we got, after the number two that passed away, we had to get, his name was Kobe, the one that we lost two weeks ago. Kobe was alone. So during the COVID, we got another one, but it was through online and the third party. We got this amazing dog. It's a Dor- uh, Doberman German Shepherd mix. Sorry, you don't like mix. So no, that's okay. No, no, that's okay. Yeah, you, her name is Dorothy. So you will know why they name her Dorothy. They brought her back for five, six times. So we got her. Um, it's a, she's a really challenging. She used to. Now it's 180 degree difference. She was aggressive. We should just keep eye on her. Now she's a love bundle. I mean, I can't see. I didn't. I never ever saw a dog this much loving. Just keep kissing, hugging, and unbelievable. But her, she's always aggressive. She shows on other side of her the roots of maybe Doberman. Now she's very alone, lonely. I mean, it's breaking my heart. Okay, a couple of things. A couple of things, Asmin. First of all, number one, how long ago did the other dog pass away? Two weeks ago. It's a little too early at this point. You're not through it. Dorothy's not through it. You need to grieve a little bit. You need to grieve a little bit, okay? You should sit down with Dorothy and the two of you, Jasmine and Dorothy, should have conversations. There's other family members. Get them involved. Talk about how you're feeling. This may sound crazy to some people, but it's important. Talk about how you're feeling about the loss of your best friend and the loss of Dorothy's best friend as well. Now, in terms of getting another dog, has Dorothy been exposed to other dogs in the past besides the one you live with? Um, no. So we don't know how she reacts around other dogs? She's aggressive. Okay, but now you but she she wasn't aggressive with the dog that passed away. No, no. That okay. Was- how old how old is Dorothy? Dorothy is almost nine. Okay. Here's what I would do. Right off the bat, number one, I can hear it in your voice. I can hear the sadness and people that don't live with pets and love them the way we do don't get it. But I can hear the sadness in your voice. You need some time to grieve. Your dog needs some time to grieve. Dogs and cats and human beings and horses, all animals grieve when they lose a best friend. Go through the grieving period for at least, I would say, maybe three, four more weeks. And then at that point, what you can do is give me a call back. And I, you live right in L.A. I'm going to refer you to some people that can help you probably introduce Dorothy to other dogs before you make a decision, if the time is right. So this way, they can you can work with some people I know and rescue, and they can introduce a Dorothy to some dogs. And if you, it's a dog you like and a dog that Dorothy likes, we can go that way. But that's not where we are at this point. At this point, Asmin, number one... 
my eyes tear for you because I know what you're going through, having gone through it hundreds of times. Uh, people don't get it, but sometimes losing a pet is just as difficult, if not more difficult, than losing a person because you're never angry at your pet. You're angry at people, but never at your pet. So give it some more time. Uh, go through the grieving process. If you're having a really tough time, there are bereavement counselors. Uh, you can check with the local rescues out here in L.A. They do have bereavement counselors. I used to do it in New York. Um, but I want you to just kind of work through it right now. I want you to sit down with Dorothy, have the conversations, and in about three or four weeks, you can give me a call either here at the Los Angeles show, uh, and what I'll do is I'll hook you up with a couple of rescuers that can help you uh, uh, make the decision in terms of finding the right dog for you and Dorothy. How's that sound, Jasmine? Wonderful. And I have an answer for that question that you had for us the show. Yeah, yeah, what go ahead. What we can learn from our dogs. It's yeah. unconditional love and patience. That's exactly right. Unconditional love and patience. Boy, we can learn a lot. Anyway, uh, Jasmine, don't go in. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you a copy of my book, How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. You can either call me here. You can call me on my Los Angeles show. I'll go a little bit further with you. But it's important to understand. A lot of people just assume that when one dog passes away, you can go out and get another dog. And in some cases, you can. In some cases, it works out just fine. But in other cases, they don't take into consideration that they're not the only ones grieving the loss of a best friend. Their dog is also grieving that loss. So we'll talk more about that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have Eleanor in Pennsylvania, Charlie in Vermont, Dustin in Minnesota. The phone number 877 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back at you. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. A new kind of jumped up slippery fish And all the monkeys are in the zoo It is so cool to be a cat. We are back on the pet show. Just a reminder, if you have a cat and you burn uh, those those oils that make you feel better, stick away or stay away from the citrus smell. Uh, some cats uh, find citrus smelling items really irritating, so no citrus burning for your cat. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Let's go to my friend Eleanor in the great state of Pennsylvania. Hi, Eleanor. Welcome to the pet show. Uh, thank you, Warren. Um, I have a 14-year-old Yorkie who recently had um, bladder stones, had successful surgery. Um, I don't know if um, that surgery has anything to do with the problem or not, but let me tell you about it. Uh, about the time he had surgery, the, the vet also said that he had some dementia going on. Well... What started after that, he started waking up anywhere between 4 and 6 o'clock in the morning, barking. And there's nothing I can do to get him to stop. Uh, let, me, let me stop you for a second, because that's one of the most common things. One of the most uncomfortable aspects of canine dementia is the fact that it changes the dog's sleep cycle. Uh, your dog may have trouble sleeping through the night, end up waking up in the middle of the night whining while everyone else is asleep, can cause your dog to experience heightened emotions like fear and agitation. So it's very possible, your vet may right, be right on target, that that type of behavior, that sleep-wake cycle, when that changes, uh, it could be... 
uh, a sign of dementia. There are other signs of dementia as well. Uh, for example, disorientation is a sign of dementia in dogs. Interaction changes. It was normally an outgoing, friendly, lovable dog with everyone, and, and that's changed. That could be part of it as well. Could be regression in house soiling, even memory or learning or changes in activity. All of those things could be signs of dementia in dogs. Now, there are certain things that the vet might recommend. Did the vet talk to you about antidepressants or anapril or acelagaline, anything like that? No, no, he didn't. Um, um, but let, let me tell you about um, <clears throat> the other problem. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Well, first of all, he also lost his hearing and his vision about the same time and very rapidly. Now, not completely, but I can be standing right behind him speaking very loudly. He does not hear me. And he has no vision in the one eye and a little bit in the other. But anyhow, um, he now, um, when I'm sitting in my lazy boy, I have a cat and uh, the dog. Everything used to be fine. Now, if I make the least little bit of movement or even turn a page in a book I'm reading, he will bark and snap. Well, first of all, let's understand a couple of things. Number one, that a dog that loses its hearing is apt to bark a lot more. They don't hear how loud they're barking. They don't even hear the fact very often that they're barking, especially if he has dementia at the same time. So the barking when you turn a page or anything, the fact that he can't hear, the fact that he's losing his sight, all, not entirely, but pretty close to it. The fact that he went through the surgery and the fact that he's possibly suffering with dementia, these are all things uh, that kind of come together and point to the fact that, I don't know when the dementia started, was the surgery, I don't know. But the bottom line is, at 14 years old, I would have a conversation with the vet. I would ask him about Anapril. I would ask him about antidepressants. I would ask him about things like that that may be beneficial at this point. Because obviously, this entire dog's life had been a 360 all of a sudden between the surgery, the, 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 the loss of hearing, uh, the, the, the loss of, of, of sight. This dog's been through an awful lot. So it's very possible that the changes in behavior are due to the fact that he's had these physiological losses and may not be due to dementia. So one of the things we always talk about, and I work with a lot of vets, is how do we determine if it's dementia or not? One of the ways we determine is by figuring out what exactly changed about the dog. Was it the sleeping cycle? Was it the behavior? But it sounds to me like the vet's already got you on trigger for dementia. I'd speak to him about possibly using uh, some type of... Uh, anti-dementia drug at this point. But in terms of the barking, remember, the, just like people that lose their hearing, when my grandfather lost his hearing, he spoke louder and louder and louder and louder. So it's very, very common the loss of hearing can cause the barking and the fact that he's not hearing himself and he's not seeing things, things that may normally have not bothered him are going to sound or, or, or visually uh, look differently and that's going to trigger him up. My, my opinion at this point at 14 years old, speak to the vet about the drugs, give him as many hugs and kisses as you possibly can and just let him know how much he's loved okay well thank you i think well, no thank 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 you for being so considerate about him i'm trying to think of what i'm going to send you you know i'm trying to think of what i want to send you for him um do, 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 do. you know what i'm going to put you on hold eleanor and i am going to send you for your dog god i don't know what to send. i don't know what kind of medications of vets i'm going to send some all natural herbal flea spray you can use it on the dog and the cat and i appreciate that phone call it's a tough one. People don't understand that dogs psychologically and cats psychologically can go through this. And as a behaviorist, 
One of the things that, that's important is that behaviorists or qualified trainers and behaviorists work together with veterinarians. Very often, it requires two people or, or a combination of thoughts. Is it behavior? Is it medical? Is it medical? Is it behavior? Working together can really make all the difference in the world. All right, we are going next to, uh, let's go to uh, Charlie, Vermont. Hey, Charlie in Vermont, welcome to the show. Hello, Warren. How are you? I'm doing good, Charlie. How about you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. The uh, reason why I'm calling you is um, I picked up a, uh, a dog. Um, well, just to let you know, I, I, a few years back, I was animal control for a couple towns. So I got pretty well known by the uh, shelter for me bringing animals there. But anyways, I uh, picked up a... Uh, a uh, female, blue-nosed uh, bully, um, beautiful little dog. I don't know if she was mistreated or what, but she's, I mean, anywhere I go, she's right on my heel. And um, when anyone comes up to me, like, friendly, uh, she will not, I mean, she goes right after him. Like, no one can come close to me. All right, let me ask you a question. How, how long How long have you had her? Four months. Four months, and has she had exposure to other people besides you? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do is to get her... Okay, so here's the here's the deal. Obviously, you're you're a dozen steps ahead. You know what? Let me do. That. I don't want to rush you. Let's put Charlie on hold. Let me take a break. Charlie, I'll come back to you. I'll try to finish up with with Charlie and his. Uh, first of all, thank you for rescuing that dog. I really appreciate it. Uh, let me take a quick break. Here we'll get back to Charlie in Vermont and talk about the uh, the dog that he saved. You know, speaking about saving dogs, if you were sure, if you knew. That with every single, I mean every single dollar you donated, you could change the destiny of dogs and cats that were thrown out of cars, deserted, uh, thrown in the city, thrown in the woods, thrown in the forest. If you knew that every dollar you donated would go to the dogs directly, isn't that a legacy you'd want to leave behind? Of course it is. For more than 43 years, my good friend Leo Grillo and Delta Rescue would never be able to do the incredible work they do without you. And bless you for that, my listeners and your generous support. From saving lives to providing lifetime medical, did you hear what I just said? Lifetime medical care for over 1,500 dogs and cats. Delta Rescue is the group that deserves your dollars. That's why I personally decided to make a bequest for Delta's animals in my own estate planning. See, a bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals when they need it most. Now, it'll also avoid fundraising costs and provide tax benefits for you. Delta Rescue, by the way, is a top-ranked charity by GuideStar.com. And they prove every single day that your donation dollars are doing what they should be doing. They're hard at work helping the animals. But I know you might not be ready to make long-range plans. Every donation is a chance to keep more than 1,500 dogs, cats, and horses not just safe, not just happy, not just healthy, but actually loved for the first time in their life. And that's important to me. I want you to go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. I want you to see and read the individual stories of these throwaway pets and how they were rescued by Delta. Then ask for details on how to include Delta's rescued animals in your estate planning like I did. So log on to DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Or to make a donation. But if you prefer, you can text them as well. Just simply text DOGS to 801801. That's DOGS to 801801. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on The Pet Show. Before that last break, we were talking to my friend Charlie in the great state of Vermont. Charlie, you still with me? Charlie, yeah, there you go. So here's the here's the bottom line. First of all, let me ask you a question. When you when you got this dog, when you rescued this dog, your background obviously uh, in animal control helped you a little bit. Did he bond with you right away, or did it take some time? 
took time. And yeah. what was his first reaction to you? Excuse me? What was his first reaction to you? Um, shy. Very, very okay. shy. Uh, so let me, let me ask you a question. Do you live in an area? Do you have a fenced-in yard? No, I don't. Okay. I would love to be able to have him meet people when you're not on top of him. So that's why I'm suggesting maybe a fenced-in yard where you can be 50, 20 yards away and people can walk by. They already know his name. So have some friends of yours and say hi to the dog and maybe uh, give him a, 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 dis, a, a biscuit or something. I think he's being really possessive over you, but he's not been exposed to people um, in terms of a uh, being away from you because of the fear, and I understand that. So that's why I'm suggesting a fenced yard may be the way to start. This way can, people can walk by. They can maybe talk to him. If there's someone you know that you can borrow their fenced yard and have some friends that can walk by and at that point, knowing name already maybe throw him in one of his toys that he's already had in the past that's how we need to build it up little by little i think you hit that and your background tells me you hit the nail on the head probably he was abused came to you once he bonded with you that relationship was really strong and therefore his fear of seeing other people is perhaps being removed from you that's how their their brain thinks so i would think if we can start introducing him maybe one person at a time once he start realizing that's okay maybe another person i think little by little he will come around now i got to be honest with you i am the biggest advocate for pities in the world you know i've worked with pities that i've taken out of horrible dog fights i mean just incredible situations and the one thing about them is once they get that confidence built up, they lose all of that aggressive behavior towards people. So I think the best thing to do at this point is gradually, little by little, expose them to people, always end in a positive note. Whenever you leave the house, leave a radio on, perhaps the station you're listening to right now, so he hears voices constantly without the threat of people being there. Little by little, it's going to make a difference. I have literally, as I said, rescued dogs that came out of horrible situations where eventually I got them to bond with me, but similar situation where they were real assertive, aggressive towards other people. But if you work it slowly, if you rush it, if you flood the dog with it, terrible. Little by little, let him build it up, that confidence, a little bit of time, and I think you'll be right on target, Charlie. Great. Thank you. And listen, don't go anywhere, Charlie. I'm going to put you on hold. We are going to send Charlie. What are we sending, Charlie? We're going to send Charlie. You know, I'm going to send you some Lucy Petford for your rescued pit bull. And thank you. Bless you, Charlie, for taking this dog in. Keep me posted. I'm sure he's going to turn out to be your best buddy in the whole wide world. I'm sure he is. There are amazing people out there doing amazing things. And, you know, very often it's important to understand the concept that just because, you know, you, you rescued this dog, uh, you have no idea. Very often we don't have no idea what this poor dog's been through. Uh, I've rescued dogs over the years where the dog was incredible, but all of a sudden, anyone he saw with a beard, he would turn into Cujo. And, you know, after a lot of research and, and my background, realizing that he was obviously abused by someone with a beard. It could be someone with a hat. It could be abused by women versus men. Uh, it could be a, a, a black person versus a white person versus a Spanish person versus an Asian person. I've been exposed to it all. So the bottom line is you need to give that, build up that confidence. The worst thing you can do with a dog that's showing aggression is be overly assertive with the dog. They're either going to be just pushed aside or they're going to become more aggressive. Building up that confidence is kind of like teaching a kid karate. The kid that's always getting into fights, if you take the time to teach him karate or boxing, they learn how to control that behavior. No different with our dogs. Hey, the phone number 877-725-8255. A quick break. You know, if you are really sick and tired of your dog's excessive shedding, and who is it? If that constant scratching and licking with your cat is making you crazy, what you need is my four-in-one hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats. Not just because it's mine. I made it so rich in antioxidants that the hugs and kisses can actually build up your dog's health from the inside out. Now here's the deal. Hugs and kisses, I developed my own pets. 
Not only does it have chondroitin and glucosamine, which will, by the way, help prevent any issues your dogs or cats may have with their hips, their joints, or their bones. I added prebiotics to the probiotics. Why? Those familiar with probiotics know how great they are, but prebiotics make the probiotics even work better. And your dog or cat will have the greatest gut health of all. And we know by now that for both animals and people, healthy gut is healthy animal. Hugs and kisses really work to help prevent excessive shedding, dry skin and bare spots gone, with just the right balance of antioxidant vitamins and minerals. That's why, and I'm so proud to tell you guys, Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement, one for dogs, one for cats, is now an Amazon's choice. That's right, an Amazon's choice. If you'd like to order the Hugs and Kisses for your dog or cat, go to Amazon.com. You can also go to Walmart.com. Or if you prefer, you can go directly to my website, thepetshow.com. Or you can do this. A lot of people want to talk to us. You can talk to us. Here's my phone number. This is my office number. If we're not there, we'll get back to you. Write this number down. 1-800-430 and the word hugs, H-U-G-S. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Check out Hugs and Kisses at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, ThePetShow.com, or call 1-800-430-4847 today. Order today, then watch your dog or cat improve from the inside out. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the pet show. I'm not going to have time to take another call. Just a reminder uh, that if you go to my website, thepetshow.com, don't forget that, the, thepetshow.com, there's literally hundreds of free articles. Everything there is free. You can read about it and find out why your dog is doing this or doing that. Uh, sometimes in a lot more detail than I can even answer your questions on the air. I always hate running out of time, but some great calls today, really great calls. I mean, it was a great call from uh, uh, Jasmine, uh, whose dog recently passed away, and she was concerned, uh, really concerned about what to do with the other dog. Should she get another dog? And, and I explained to her that you both have to go through a grieving process at first, and, and I told her that I would help her out in the future. She lives not too uh, far away from me in Los Angeles. I'll help her out with some rescue groups, and we'll... Uh, get her another dog or try to find another dog when the time is right. And then we just spoke to uh, uh, the guy in Vermont that arrested, I forget his first name, that uh, took in this beautiful uh, blue-nosed pit bull. And his main concern is, how is he going to build up this dog's confidence so he gets along with other people? So one of the reasons I've been doing this show for so long, and as I said, uh, next month will be 44 years, is not because of me, because of you. I have the most incredible listeners in the entire world. You guys are able to understand that it doesn't mean because you love animals so much that you don't love people. We have the heart and the ability to love both people and animals. That's what the pet show is all about. Uh, don't forget to check out the uh, uh, the YouTube, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Until next week, give all your dogs and your cats a big, big hug and a kiss for you, and especially big hug right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you for listening to The Pet Show. Winnie the Pooh, willy-nilly silly old bear. Winnie the 